from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action from the South Point Friday night, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. These basketball games getting pretty tight. We'll update all the scores coming up. But first, let's talk some UFC 273, which features not one but two championship fights. We bring in our buddy Jordan Sherwood to discuss, co-host of the unnamed MMA podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at WoodOn1063. Jordan, how you doing, man? Good to see you. Yo, Matt. Good to talk to you, fellas. I hope you guys are well. Yeah, excited for uh, tomorrow night. Big UFC fight card in Jacksonville. Yeah, big one. We got a featherweight championship, of course. uh, Volkanovski against... uh, against the, uh, what do we call him? The Korean, what's the his Korean name? zombie, the Korean zombie. Thank you yeah, very just much. Call him the Korean zombie. Yeah. You know, you, you know what I was doing there. Uh, and the Bantamweight championship between the uh, Aljamain Sterling and Peter Jan will, will crescendo to that. First, let's go to the prelims. You have an opinion on Anthony Hernandez and Josh Fremd. What is that? Yeah, I do. I think Anthony Hernandez, who's been in the UFC for a, a little bit now and really surprised a lot of people. The last time he was in the octagon with a, a submission of Rodolfo Vieira, who's one of the best Brazilian check practitioners ever, not just in the UFC, but ever. And he submitted him via guillotine choke. I'm expecting actually the same thing to happen against uh, the, the UFC newcomer, Josh Fremd, making his UFC debut. You know, Anthony Hernandez has kind of fluctuated with weight classes and, you know, fluctuated all wins and losses. But I think he's just better. I just think he's better overall. And I think he's going to be able to hunt for a submission. He's got six submissions of his eight wins in his mixed martial arts career. So I think at plus money for him to win via submission is the way to go because I think he's going to win the fight and I think he's going to get the finish. So he's going to he's going to lock up likely that guillotine choke that he's done uh, seven of or excuse me five of those six times he's won via submission. So a fight that you are looking at as well in the prelims, Gary and Weeks. We know Gary is one of the uh, very very hot prospects there in in the UFC. Everybody's super super excited about him seems you are as well as you were looking at a couple of different bets on him in this one. Yeah, I am. I mean, this is a similar kind of fight uh, and and like kind of profile that uh, the UFC did with Patty Pimblett a couple of weeks ago. This is another European fighter. The UFC is extremely high on. So what are they going to do? They're going to put him in a showcase fight in a fight that he's likely to win his length. His striking is going to cause some issues for Darian weeks. Who's a good fighter, you know, came out of the Dana white contender series, but I think Ian Gary is going to hunt for a finish and likely get one, but I think he's going to get one via submission. I think there's some value for him to be winning on the feet, get the fight to the ground, 
lock up an arm, lock up a choke, and submit during weeks. But I will also hedge my bet and hedge my play on the under because we did see in Ian Gary's UFC debut, he does take some strikes. He has some leaky defense, and during weeks certainly can strike. So if you're not, if you're worried about you know too much money playing put on Ian Gary, I think he's a four-hour favorite, and you don't want to play inside the distance. Just play the round total at under one and a half because I think a finish is going to happen. But I believe Gary is is in a spot that he's going to be successful and likely does get the finish over a, a, a far less talented fighter in Darian Weeks. So Jordan, a lot of uh, a lot of folks came to to be UFC fans during the height of the pandemic because it was the only show in town, if you will, and it was one of the few sports we were able to bet on. And one of the big draws, or one of the folks that one of the fighters, I should say, that people will remember from that time period is Gilbert Burns, uh, perhaps most notably his win over uh, Tyron Woodley as a dog where he just crushed Woodley. He's only lost once in the last four years, and that was to Usman. You are fading him here. Explain why. I, oh, I'm fading him here because of the other guy that kind of came, uh, you know, to be well-known during the pandemic, and that, that's Kazimich Shemaev. I, I think this guy is the next big thing. Gil, he's fought four times in the UFC, four times. He's absorbed one significant strike, one, only one. And that was actually literally the first punch that was thrown against him in his UFC debut. This guy has steamrolled everybody that he's fought. And yes, Gilbert Burns, former title challenger, toughest test today. I'm expecting the same result. I think they match up very similarly on the feet. I think Shemayev has a little bit more power than Gilbert Burns. So then it's a question of what are you going to trust the wrestling and the top game of Shemayev or the jujitsu skills off of his back and Gilbert Burns. I'm going to trust Shemayev. He's looked like a brute force, whether at 170 or at 185. I actually think he could be the champion at both weight classes. So not uh, there's not enough of me to just have him win. I'll put him in a parlay for sure. He's going to win and he's going to win violently and via finish. So I think at plus money, I think it's a plus 150 for him to win inside the distance. Shemayev is the real deal. The UFC knows he's the real deal. They say he's going to fight Colby Covington next if he wins on Saturday night, which I believe he will and will in convincing fashion. So, yeah, a fade on Burns, but it's more so just a, a belief in Shemayev and, and the caliber fighter that he actually is. Mackenzie Dern is a slight favorite over Tisha Torres in this one. Of course, Mackenzie Dern, another for a while there, one of the most hyped prospects there in the UFC, um, got, got derailed for for a little bit, but finds herself as a minus 120 even money favorite over Tisha Torres. But you like the dog in this one. I do. And and the reason why I'm mad is because I think Tisha Torres is surging. She had lost four fights in a row, but now she's won her last three. She's a very good kickboxer, understands distance. Mackenzie Dern is still maturing as a fighter. I mean, she's an outstanding Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner and grappler. I mean, she's got accolades for days but she's developing as a striker. Uh, we saw it kind of exposed. If she can't get a fight to the ground, she couldn't against Marina Rodriguez her last time out, and she struggled. I believe that Tisha Torres' takedown defense is also extremely strong, and we're also talking about a, a fighter in Torres that has never been submitted, and Mackenzie Dern's path to victory is going to be via submission, not uh, winning a fight, a, a kickboxing fight. I like Torres. I think she's better, uh, you know, just going to keep the fight standing, win by points, and not get succumb to the ground game of Mackenzie Dern. And I've also heard there's some rumors that Mackenzie Dern has been struggling with a couple of injuries leading into this fight, which is another reason why I'm fading her and, and selecting Torres to win. All right, let's go co-main, Jordan. Co-main event rematch for the UFC Bantamweight title. Aljamain Sterling, Peter Yan. Sterling won the title, some will remember, uh, back at UFC 259. There was an intent, uh, excuse me, an intentional illegal knee from Yan in the fourth round, becoming the first fighter to win a UFC title by disqualification. You are not taking a side here. You're betting it otherwise. Yeah, I think I think we're going to see a finish uh, between these two guys. I, I think both of them want to prove a point. I think people got to remember that Elgermaine Sterling was, was in that fight for like two, two and a half rounds. He was, uh, you know, for some arguing, winning the fight against Peter Jan before Jan started to pull away and then obviously landed that illegal knee. I, I had Sterling, by the way, so I was a benefit. Uh, beneficiary of that illegal knee uh, at plus money. But I, I don't, I don't trust either guy be, just because of, you know, Sterling's been out. He's been dealing with some injuries. I think he could get a finish. I think he could lock in a submission. 
but you got to get through that that take down the fence, which is outstanding for P- Peter Jan. But Jan's such a big favorite, so it's not worth like playing him or even playing him via decision. So I'm going to play the under at four and a half. I do believe a finish happens in this fight. We could get to see Sterling get knocked out or uh, Sterling uh, land a, a submission in this fight. That's that's the play I'm going to make for it. You don't have an official play on this one. I mean, Volkanovski's moved all the way to minus 720 as a favorite in this thing over the Korean zombie. But that being said, if if you were to kind of play this thing out, how do you think it might go? Is it more betting a, a market of, you know, to go the distance or some sort of something like that? Or if you were, if you were forced to put in something on this one, where would you go? Yeah, I mean, I absolutely believe Volkanovski wins this fight. But Chan Sung Jung is just such a difficult guy to, to, to go out there and finish. Uh, you know, several guys have gone in there. And Yair Rodriguez needed literally an entire fight to get the fight done. He, he knocked him out uh, with one second remaining in that absolute classic barn burner. But outside of that, Volkanovski is a smart fighter. He's a patient fighter. He's a cerebral fighter. So he'll be in a parlay for sure. But I think uh, you can get some pretty good odds a dollar 20 dollar 25 for him to win via decision. I just think he's not threatened anywhere outside of the power, maybe by Chan Sung Jung, but Volkanovsky understands distance so well, avoiding danger. And the only time he really was in danger was against Ortega, his last fight, but that's, you know, Brian Ortega in his submission game. Chan Sung Jung, the Korean zombie doesn't have that submission game. So yeah, uh, Volkanovsky will be in a parlay for sure for me. And I also like him to win via decision going to judge's card cards, unanimous decision victory, and then he'll rematch Max Holloway, which is the fight we should have had on this fight card. Jordan, we appreciate it as always. As always, you've got to be pumped for another fight card. I especially like it when you said, no, he's going to win. He's going to win violently. That was yeah, look, look, I, mean, look I, I love Shemaev. I think he is the next big thing, and he's going to be a big star for as long as he wants to compete. So, yeah, he's going to win and win violently tomorrow night for sure. And always a pleasure to talk to you, fellas. You too. Jordan Sherwood, everybody. Wood on 106.3 on Twitter, co-host of the unnamed... MMA podcast. Now, is that does that mean that it's called the unnamed MMA podcast, yes. or it's yet unnamed? That is, uh, I'm I'm 98 sure that's what it's titled. <laughs> we should probably yeah, have yeah, figured yeah. that out. Well, it was yeah. new the last time we yes. talked to Jordan, but it's been a little while since we've had a big UFC card. Right. So I don't know. I hope Scotty Scheffler wins violently this weekend. I hope. I also as well <laughs> too. <laughs> I also as well too hope he wins cracks violently. someone with a with a club. Is that what you're I'm looking? I, I'm yeah. looking for a violent win. No, just every drive he like spikes the club down afterward. Let's go. Walks up the fairway. If our, if our golf experts say that i think scotty scheffler is going to win violently this weekend at augusta we are nance wouldn't know what to do with himself we have four innings in the books for max scherzer four innings three hits three earned he hadn't walked anyone struck out four but he did give up oh he's the home run because of know, course that's what he does max scherzer yeah uh, bell goes deep for the nationals so um that's it the mets are up four to three over the nationals in this one, but Scherzer did get tagged a little bit um, in this one. We we have some possible drama going on in basketball mm-hmm. uh, because things are getting dicey right now for the Brooklyn Nets. The Hawks are currently leading the heat by five at the half at Miami. Yep. And again, Miami has nothing to play for here. They've got the number one seed and the Nets are only beating the Cavaliers by two now, 79-77 with 537 left in the third quarter. Obviously plenty of basketball to be played. But if those scores were to, if, if the Hawks score were to hold up and the Cleveland Cavaliers were to beat the Nets, Charlotte's already crushing tonight. The Nets would fall into the 9-10 game and would actually end up in 10th by tiebreaker by the end of the night. We shall see. A lot more basketball to be played. We'll get you all the scores next right here. Beeson's Primetime Action. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime, Gil, Matt, and Kelly. We still have to get to the odds to be the first quarterback drafted and odds to be the first wide receiver drafted. We will get to those. Oh, and a little segment I like to call Not Live Betting Regret. We'll do that momentarily as well. First, first, we update the scores with Kelly. Yeah, there are uh, there are multiple of those tonight as we just went through on the uh, on the break. Hill uh, over in the NBA, Bucks going to take care of the Pistons. They're up one thirty to ninety nine. One minute left in that game. Knicks going to take care of the Wizards, which I like because that's another winner for Kelly tonight. One fourteen to ninety one. Cavs and Nets. Here's where it goes. 82-81 Cavaliers lead this game right now. 324 left in the third quarter. If you wanted to get in live, Nets laying four and a half, 235 and a half is your total. Rockets up on the Raptors still. 10-point lead there in Toronto at the start of the fourth quarter. 95 to 85. The Rockets are a four and a half point live favorite, 235 and a half the live total. The Hornets who are shooting 67% from the field, uh, up on the Bulls at halftime by 28 points, 79 to 51 in that game. Hornets 20 and a half point live favorites, 243 and a half the total. Also at the half, Hawks up on the Heat, 61 to 56. The Hawks are three and a half point live favorites, 229 and a half the live total. Uh, The Blazers and Mavericks game, we mentioned that massive spread earlier. The Mavericks are already covering that number in the second quarter. 48 to 26 with eight minutes left in the second quarter. Mavericks are now 29 and a half point live favorites, 222 and a half the live total. Over in baseball, Mets up on the Nationals 4 to 3 in the fifth. Mets minus 255 live. Nationals plus 190, 11 and a half the live total. Braves up on the Reds, 7-1 to one in the 6th. Uh, no money line listed, 10.5 the live total in that game. Rangers up on the Blue Jays, 7-3 to three in the 5th. The Rangers minus 625 live. Blue Jays plus 400, 15.5 your live total. Over on the ice, we got a bunch of games going. Islanders up on the Hurricanes, 1 to nothing. 530 remain in that game. Uh, Islanders minus 900. Hurricanes plus 450. And live total set at two. Sabres and Panthers all tied up at three. 750 remain in the game. That's why we didn't bet the Sabres. <laughs> That's why we did. That's why we didn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. Panthers minus 235 live Sabres. Plus 170. Seven and a half. The live total juiced heavily to the under. Bruins and Lightning. 1-1-1. One, 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 left in the third period. Lightning minus 130 live. Bruins minus 105. Three and a half. Your live total juiced heavily to the under. Avalanche and Jets, two apiece, 12 minutes left in the second period. Avalanche minus 180 live, Jets plus 135, seven and a half your live total. And the Wild and Blues all tied up at one with 16 minutes left to go in the second period. Wild minus 145, Blues plus 110, six and a half your live total. This, this is a, a live betting show we do here, Beeson's Primetime Action, but sometimes the show gets in the way of the live betting. And so tonight we have lots of regret. One, that we didn't bet, who are the Sabres playing? The Panthers? We didn't bet the Panthers 
in game. By the way, I'm told it was only like minus 106. Someone tweeted. Yeah, it was. That. It was minus yeah. money still. Yeah. Um, we thought about betting the Blue Jays down a touchdown. They're down seven to three. And then what else was? Oh, the Raptors who were way down. They were down like 20. Thought about live betting them. Didn't. It is still a ten point game. I don't think oh, they're. Okay. I don't think they're inside any live number we saw. Right. But they've cut the lead in half. Okay. So maybe not so much regret. That was the not so much regret live betting segment. Cavs up five on the Nets now. 80, oh, you must be ahead of us. 86, 81, is that what you're saying? Yep. Okay, so Cavs up five with 232 left in the third. And again, I'll just say it one more time. If the Nets lose and the Hawks win, we'll forget about it. Even if the Nets lose because Charlotte's already winning, right? Charlotte's going to beat the Bulls. They're up by 28 or something? 28 at the half, yep. All right, so either way... Brooklyn is going to fall to a 9-10 if they lose this game into a 9 or 10 seed. They could fall all the way to a 10 seed, but they at a minimum would fall to a 9 seed. And again, they don't want to play a 9-10 because then they'd have to win twice. The big bad Brooklyn Nets would have to win two playing games. Obviously, there's still one game left in their season after tonight, but this would be a monumental loss for the Nets in terms of that. You'd go from a 7-8 game to a 9-10 monumental of the fact that you don't get a mulligan at that point. You have to win twice. KD doing everything he can in this game. He's got 30 points. It's a seven-point Cavalier lead now. Yeah, seven-point lead. KD with 30 points, still with two minutes left in the third quarter. This is this is potentially huge. Huge. I mean, again, that, that gets to a situation where they the Brooklyn Nets could conceivably be eliminated by tax day. They'd have to win two in the play-in if that's the case, if they end up in a 9-10. Let's uh, we'll follow that, but let's go back to our NFL props because we didn't get to all of them. We talked about first cornerback to be drafted and how we all made bets on Derek Stingley Jr. at plus 280, bucking the sauce Gardner money. Let's go to odds of the first quarterback being drafted. We've looked at this several times. Malik Willis still remains the favorite in this category. First quarterback to be drafted in the NFL draft on April 28th, a little under three weeks from now. Malik Willis is at minus 170 out of Liberty. Kenny Pickett. From Pitt, plus 140, and man, everybody else is 25 to 1 or longer. Are we sure the rest of them should be 25 to 1 or longer? Probably at this point. There's no chance that any of those guys, Ritter, Corral, Howell, none of them? I don't don't think any of those guys. Um, Because it's going to take one of those guys to even just sneak into the first round, and I don't think it's going to be – I don't think that any of them have a chance to I mean, Ritter's getting the most buzz out of all of them, right? But you're still seeing him second or third as far as quarterbacks taking in most of these mocks. I I did bet this market – I mean, weeks ago I bet Malik Willis to be the first quarterback taking it plus 140. So, I I mean, I'm not messing around with that number now, minus 170. I, I don't really know. I don't know what you guys think, but if it, it, it feels pretty coin flippy right now between him and him and because it depends on who ends up taking the quarterback mm. first, right? Because they're the general consensus is that Pickett is the guy that if the team feels like they can win today, then he's the guy because he's the most game ready. The guys with the you know played in the bigger played on the bigger stage, played more games has the accolades, has done all that stuff. Played tougher opponents. Yes, yeah. like like he's supposedly the most NFL-ready today would be Kenny Pickett, despite his little tiny hands that grew an eighth of an inch. <laughs> <laughs> that grew an eighth of an inch between uh, between the combine and his pro day. Tiny hands. But, uh, you know, the teams, if somebody wants the upside, of course, it's, it's, it's Willis, you know. So I, I don't think any of the other ones have a chance. I have not seen any buzz whatsoever about any of those guys going before those other two guys. And so, I mean, I guess if I had if someone made me bet, I would just take Pickett just because it's plus money. But that would be, I, I don't think this market's really bettable right now. His hands went from eight and a half to eight and five eighths. Apparently doing <laughs> exercise. Hand exercises, baby. By comparison, again, mine is nine and a half. Those are small hands. I'd like to find out what he did and see if I could grow my hands. <laughs> Like right. Maybe you can grow your feet before you uh, before you go kicking. Like sit here and grow my <laughs> grow my. Nice, you know, I, nice actually job, have plans, I actually have plans tomorrow and Sunday to go in the backyard and just throw the Duke around on the ground, like just like. Oh, I thought just, you were going to say kick. No, kick. just beat it up. Like it needs to be beat. Because it's all bit. about the ball, uh, Gil. He's just got to get the ball ready. He, his legs ready to go. He's he knows he can hit a forty yard. He just <laughs> needs to warm the ball up. Okay, that's the only thing holding him back. 
I've never seen someone need so many conditions. <laughs> I just, I totally thought he was going to say, I'm going to go out in the backyard Me tomorrow too. and kick one, no. kick some balls into the net. Just no, throw it, around. throw it at the ground. <laughs> just get, awesome. get the yeah, ball. It's right. about the ball, man. <laughs> you got to have the ball correct. Yeah, wait, wait, why did you order a kicking net? You could be doing all this in your backyard. You already spent whatever on the Duke. What's the bet again for everybody who's listening for the first time? 41 and a half. I have to have three chances to make a 21 yarder left footed and have five chances to make a 40 yarder right footed. Oh, man. That was 41. It's going to be awesome. Okay. Park Day. Beeson's Prime yeah, Time Action. Prime Time Action Park Day. Odds to be the first wide receiver drafted. Drake London and Garrett Wilson now co-short shots at plus 125. Uh, USC's Drake London and Ohio State's Garrett Wilson. Jamison Williams from Bama's plus 850. Uh, Razorbacks Traylon Burks is 9-1. to one. And Chris Olave, who I just love, 14-1. to one. It, it, I'm, Gil, I've been, I've been thinking that and saying that a lot. Like, Olave is fantastic. Fantastic. And clearly, I just haven't watched enough college football that these other guys are this that much better than him. But, like, he's amazing. Well, so, Jamison Williams, you've seen. He's yeah. amazing. So is Garrett Wilson. I, I, You probably haven't seen enough of Drake London. I can't say I have No, either. I haven't. I definitely haven't. But apparently, he's the prototype that but they want. I guess more my point with that is, is Matt, what's the number wide receiver set at right now? Four and a half? Five and a half? For Four first round? Half, Four and a half. Four and a half? Think, like, I think. I think I'm going over on that again this year. Like, and basically, just because I think Huawei's so good, and apparently he's, what, the fourth best, fifth best wide receiver in this well, class? Well, just that we've seen rookie wideouts the last couple years, right, just dominate. Yeah. Whether it was, uh, um, you know, whether it was... Um, Jamar Jerry Chase Judy, Justin, or Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Yeah. You throw Jerry Judy in there? I wouldn't throw him in there yet. But, yeah, Jefferson and uh, and Chase for sure. It's it's five and a half wide receivers. Oh, okay. Okay. That would five change things. That yeah. would change things a bit. This one I think the only bet I would make would just be Williams at 850 in case somebody did pulls a Raiders and just fell in love with so, his speed yeah. and, like, did that whole thing of, like, well, we're just going to take the fastest guy in the draft. We did this with, uh, I think we did it with the NFC West yesterday. We'll do it with the NFC East tonight. We'll look at all the odds, but specifically, the straight forecast next. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet on baseball this season with 24 7 streaming daily best bet emails, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. It's our all-digital MLB guide. You can find it at vcin.com, and it's available now. Adam Burke with futures, team previews, and best bets for all 30 teams. Plus, Jason Weigarten from under a cloud of smoke in Southern Cali with his MLB futures bets, trends, and more. Sign up today. Get full access to vcin through the start of baseball season, the Masters, and the NFL Draft for only $19. That's $19 at vcin.com slash spring. You only doing it once a night now? Yeah, it's just a... Oh, I didn't get the memo. Just well, it posted, hmm. we did that read like nine times tonight. Well, twice, but third. okay. Yeah, yeah. This was the third. It was the third. Yeah, yeah, three. At least three. Right. It was no, three. Right. Three times. Three. Right. At least three. At, le- at least. You, you, you yeah. got to check out of the corner of your eye, Gil. When he's uh, when he's deep on the gram over there or something, you know. No, you, I'm trying you. to figure out. I'm looking at these. <laughs> you you turned me on to some stuff going on around stations. Around yeah, here. So stations got props. We up. got some props. Trying to. I like it. Trying to see if there's anything worth making uh, the detour on the way home. <laughs> it's right by the house, so it's not a. Not a yeah, your yeah yours is real easy. What's your go-to station spot? What's the one by the house? Red Rock. Red right Rock. Rock. I, I can walk to Red Rock by oh. my house. I did not know that. Yeah, right there. Right, right there. So walk in. And say I want these Kelly Bidlin props. Hey, give me the give me the <laughs> Kelly Bidlin props. Like the Kelly Bidlin props, if you don't mind. Nets just retook the lead over the Cavaliers. They were down seven. Now they're back up on top, 95-93, 8.51 left. A game that they really need to stay out of that 9-10 game. Hawks up on the heat by five halfway through the third quarter, 76-71, in a related game. Let's look at these NFC East odds. Since we looked at the NFC West last night, we will get to the straights, which in case you missed that, that's picking the finish, the exact finish, of the one and two teams, the first and second place team in the division. You can bet on that exactly. But first, a look at the general markets of winning the division, season win totals, yes, no, to make the playoffs for the NFC East. Cowboys, Eagles, Commanders, and Giants. I can't believe I said Commanders out loud. Anytime. You know. Is that a first? Yeah, that's the first time I've said it. 
I, I refuse. Did it, how did it feel? I, it doesn't feel. It felt bad. It doesn't feel right. Uh-huh. And, and I'm just going to say you Washington need to go football team. I, I don't need to shower. I just need to vomit. Okay. Yeah. How's that? Yeah, is it weird how that feels? It feels as weird as the first name change. Let me, let me ask you guys a question. Imagine having the love of your life taken from you by a horrible man. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Something you loved dearly, taken from you by a horrible man, and then you were left to watch horrible things done to this thing that was kidnapped from you for years and years and years while he does whatever he wants and does not get removed, and you don't get your love back. Because he's rich and And powerful. then he changes the name of this love of your life nah. on top of it, and you're left to have to sit there and endure it, even though you know that the first name was probably kind of messed up. So, um, yeah. I'm just going to call him the Washington football team for now. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think everybody actually got comfortable enough with that. I like it. That, like, you could have just gone Cleveland baseball team, Washington football team. Really? We had to wait two years for commanders? Really? Two years. That's the biggest joke. Two right? years. Like, you had to wait. Like, you couldn't, you oh. couldn't figure that out before that. Oh, my God. Anyway, here are your odds. Enough about me. Cowboys to win the division, minus 115. Wow, I can't believe they're that big of a favorite, quite frankly. Ten and a half is their season win total. And you see the yes no to make the playoffs in a diminished NFC. Their yes minus 270 to make the playoffs. Eagles are plus 350. Their season win total is eight and a half. They are a slight dog to make the playoffs. Washington, seven and a half. Yes, plus 195 to make the playoffs. Four to one to win the division. And the Giants bringing up the rear. Plus 650 to win the division. Seven is their season win total. Plus 225 to make the playoffs. Anything there you like? Do we think... Do we think two teams make it out of this? I would say I would I, say no. I, exactly. But the conference is so bad. Right. Come up That's with seven I, teams from the NFC. Yeah. I, I start think, to like. I, yeah, I, I think so. Look, the Eagles I think do have some upside. I think it's the Eagles for me. Like, if they can get competent quarterback play, they have talent. Like, it's not out of the realm of possibility for them to put together a nine-win season have a winning record and be the last team in. You know what else I had about Washington? Look at that. <laughs> look at that brand new logo. It looks like that thing you get when you order tacos at a restaurant and they put the tacos in that little holder. <laughs> it looks exactly what you're talking about. The fish tacos. Yes. When you get the fish taco, thanks so for the Pico de Gallo doesn't spill thanks, out. Thanks for this metal W. <laughs> two years I can't believe I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> it's a very, very nuanced reference. It's, they don't have them out here, but. Yeah. It makes me think of there's a there's a fast food chain called Whataburger. Oh yeah, uh, oh it's yeah. out here. And um, no, they don't have them west of the. Uh, oh no, no, no I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking it's of another like it's a Yingling except for, for, for yeah. fast food. They yeah. don't have them like west of Texas or down something. south. Yeah, in Texas they're huge in Texas. Yeah, right? but it's like it's just a W like that. Like that's their logo, and it just, it kind of reminds me. Two of that. years took them to come up with that. I, Isaiah tells me they have them in Arizona, so you know much more uh, like expanded sports betting. Arizona also has better burgers. Hmm. Let's go to the straights. This is available at DraftKings. You can actually bet the predicted one-two finish in each division in the NFL. So, for instance, if you took the Cowboys first and the Eagles second, because that is reflected in the odds we just discussed, that would be the short shot, plus 250. If you perhaps took at the bottom of that screen, Washington first and the Eagles second, 20 to 1. Now, remember, this is a division where someone else wins it every year. That's kind of the thing with this division. Yeah, see, like the only two I would be attracted to at all would be the top two, and the odds are just not nearly long enough on either one of them for me to go bet it. I don't know what I would take here. I I, I wouldn't bet anything here. That, that's really, like, you talk division like this, or maybe like the NFC divisions in general, like I'm with you, Gil. Like I'm not, I don't know if I'm running to lay a price like that on on the Cowboys to win the division, but I think you could start looking at yet like yes playoff prices is probably a better spot to look at with some of these, you know, on the fringe teams like the Eagles. By the way, this set. one's so up in the air. Yeah. I couldn't like just... if it. You know, look if could Brian Dayball. Turn the Giants around. Yeah, no. I mean, you know, I mean, it. This one, it, this is nothing like what we were thinking. The other day, where it's like, yeah, you could almost just lock in the Rams at one. I mean, one could, of the other two teams at two. Could Carson Wentz turn Washington around, Matt? No, he cannot. No, he cannot. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you know what? <laughs> Maybe he'd get to Washington and realize he's actually left-handed. 
And he's been doing this <laughs> one, wrong arm the one, whole time. One can only help. Yeah, he's you, been doing this wrong arm the whole you time. You couldn't even do this just if you, if if a market was op, op, uh, offered the opposite, like straight of of four and three. You couldn't even do that either. I mean, who knows in this division? No, this this would be like talk about you have to live through your bet. Sometimes this would be a ridiculous bet to live through. Yeah, because like every week you'd be like, oh, that much closer to no, no. You know, every week would be a roller coaster on this. Not a bet here for me. Though, I mean, pretty sweet prices down at the bottom there. I think Eagles, uh, if, we, if we're going back to the other one, Eagles plus 120, I could get on board with to make the playoffs. There's just, I mean, the NFC is just so crappy. Yeah. I, I, I think, Matt, you're right. I, you know, I, I think all you need is just minimally better quarterback play, and it's like almost a, like, it's almost we're a not high on any of the South teams. There, yeah, there is going to be a team that you're. There is. There has to be at least one or two teams in the NFC that that nobody's thinking about making the playoffs right now. That's going to make the playoffs. Yes, yes. And sure. It, yeah, and it could be a team like Washington, and it could be a team like Chicago. Yeah, exactly. Like Justin Fields gets like right. halfway decent, and all of a sudden they're a nine and eight team or eight and nine team, yeah. and they make the playoffs. You never know. I mean that was that was where when we were talking the NFC West yesterday. It's like, look, I don't think I'm, I've never been captain forty nine. The like Blue that. Jays have erased a seven Ooh. to nothing lead, and it is now seven to seven. T. Oscar Hernandez just goes oppo for a three run Jimmy Jack, and in the fifth. By the way, if you had a five inning wager on the Rangers, that is one of the worst outcomes ever. I was in the fifth with two out in the oh, bottom of the fifth. Man. It's tied. <laughs> well, literally, that, we, is we ha- that is a brutal, that is brutal beat for you. And if you had the Blue Jays in the first five, you are living right because you just got the push of a lifetime. And by the way, still only two out. That's unbelievable. There was a Baltimore-Toronto game years ago, which was like this. And I think I had like an eight-run lead and lost in the first five. Someone will remember that game, yeah, but this is just unbelievable. Why didn't we bet Texas? What was Texas at the down seven nothing? Do we know? Someone will know. I don't know. I don't. I don't. All, all I know is when they were down four nothing the first, it was two ten. I could probably. Find and we it. just. Yeah. Imagine. Holy imagine the first five. <laughs> first five bet here. Oh man. So. Baseball, everybody. Even worse. Baseball. Even worse for everyone. Welcome back, baseball. Is. is Lead off ground out, second batter ground out. Oh, so, it's two out, nobody on. Oh, Springer man. walked, Bichette singled, Guerrero single to right, Springer scored, three run homer. But this is, listen, this is the window of what the Blue Jays offense can be all year mm-hmm. long. You are never safe. 7 7, they go to the sixth. Everybody's fifth inning bets push. Wow. Plus 320 is the biggest price I see on them. I don't have exact what the exact score was, but at 6.09 p.m., plus 3.20. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up. Nets up two on the Cavs, 6.40 left in that one with huge play-in implications. Coming back on VEASAN's Primetime Action. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly Brooklyn just turned up turned up the heat stepped on the gas however you want to call it they're up 10 all of a sudden make that they're up 13 all of a sudden on the Cavaliers just like that 112 99 339 left and it looks like Brooklyn will get the need the the win that it needs when we look up in a month and Jose Barrios is 7 and 0 Let's all remember this night in which <laughs> That's right. he gets pulled with one out in the first inning. Excellent no decision for you tonight, yes. uh, Barrios. Seven to nothing is seven to seven. Raptors have outscored the Rockets 32 to 20 here in the fourth quarter. We got 4.8 seconds left on the clock. Raptors up 117 to 115. How, many, how much did Jalen Green end up with? Nothing? I don't know, like seven. Oh, man. Completely embarrassed me tonight. Rockets uh, take a horrible bunny and miss. Raptors win. 117-115. I mean, I have no idea the name of that fellow that shot that shot, but it did look did look like he got a little fouled. It's a uh, horrible, horrible attempt. So Toronto is it's looking like Toronto is going to have the the fifth seed here in the Eastern Conference. I'm just checking the tiebreaker with the uh, Sixers. Uh, the Sixers and the Rap- Raptors actually. Oh, they have. Yeah, you said they could move up earlier. Is right. that what I said? Yeah, yeah you said okay. earlier they could move up. Okay, so there you go. If so, that's what I said, right. So they, then if you're – what's the Sixers-Bucks tiebreaker? Yeah, they know the Raptors beat the Sixers three out of four times. So, yes, so technically the Raptors could still get to four. But that would require, of course, at this point, the – that would require the Sixers losing their last two – Excuse me. Yeah, that would that would require the Sixers losing their last two and the Raptors, Raptors winning, winning yeah. their final game. I, I just got one of the Raptors beat writers just broke down there. Said the earliest the Raptors could find out their first round opponent is tomorrow. If the Sixers lose to Indianapolis, that'll lock Philly Toronto into four five. Say again. So if the Sixers lose I thought the same thing. To Indy. Okay. That'll lock Philly Toronto into four five. Makes sense. Yes. Yeah. The only oh, way that changes, right? The, 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 those will be the opponents in four five, but we still don't know who would have home court. Yeah. So. So the Sixers right now, though, can they get all the way up? Could I mean they could get yeah. all the way up to the two seed? The Sixers still, right? could be all the way all over so the place. They could be anywhere from two to five is what they could land it. Yeah. These the Sixers, just to give you an idea now, the the Sixers. Um, they lose tiebreakers. It, it's 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 really com, convoluted because they're they're tied in the loss column with the uh, with the no they're not anymore. This is before last night, so I have to sort of adjust this. In my right, game. yeah, it's a little tricky. Right, but they but they're only a one game behind the Bucks, so they could I mean they could pass them even without tiebreakers. If if Boston, yeah, the problem is with the Sixers is that if it's a three way tie between Boston. Milwaukee, Milwaukee and Philly, the Sixers lose that round right. robin tiebreaker and they finish fourth. They finish third between those three teams, right? 
Yeah. So I'm just trying to break down like every so every team in the East, like the Bucks. Bucks have a head-to-head advantage over the Sixers. They beat them two out of three times this year. Bucks could be anywhere from two to the four seed. They can't fall any further than that. That's correct. So they've got home court clinched. Celtics could be anywhere from two to the four seed. So they've got home court clinched. Sixers could be anywhere two to the five seed. Yeah. And then the Raptors have now locked. They could be anywhere from four, either the four or five. Yes. Raptors they need, as they of need tonight. A bunch of help to get to four. Right. But they have locked themselves in at least in that match. Yes. What we have, what we do have secure tonight, though, is that the Chicago Bulls now are officially the sixth seed. <laughs> That's right. Uh, after they get, they're losing by uh, 30, 33 right now. Right. So they, so in other words, Sorry, no, nobody could catch them from behind. Nobody can fall down towards them. So the Chicago Bulls are officially the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference. Beep, 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 beep. Backing you in. Yeah. Well, they're a playoff team anyway. And wh- now who they play right now would be the Celtics, and that would be the dream scenario for the Celtics because they will have skillfully avoided both the Nets and the Raptors. Yeah. But that's subject to change still. Last two days of the year. So that is... Um... Um, uh, Nick Whalen brought it up earlier, but the, so there was a report out today that there is that Jalen Brown and Al Horford are unvaccinated. Yes. As we we surmised, as we surmised, it did not include Jason Tatum, which we have wondered about. And he, so I don't know if that does mean maybe he is vaccinated and that's why he sat out of that game last night. Just because they want to get him more rest, you know, potential opponents. That what they did last night is just still so confusing to me. I don't know where. It's like it's like we'll end the show the same way we started. It that what they did last night could have come back to haunt them in such a way that it would have been the biggest single basketball story of these playoffs because they will have hamstrung themselves possibly into facing a Raptors team that would have required them to sit players when they played road games in that best of seven series. Right. But they got away with it because the Sixers lost. And so it's not a story at this point point. And, and probably yeah. will not be because they'll probably beat the Grizzlies on Sunday. So, because the Grizzlies don't have anything to play for. So just by they sheer keep playing guys luck. though, I, I don't know why they, but they keep playing guys. And, and it sounds like they want to get Jossum run before the playoffs. Well, then who playoffs? knows? Playoffs? <laughs> Flex sale. I mean, you do it. Flex sale. Um, hey, not, not that we're not that we're worried at all. But uh, in the in the M- updated MVP thing here, Giannis went 30-13-8, two steals, only one turnover, went eleven of thirteen from the free throw line. See, I'm okay with it because I'm completely in the camp of he's just going to steal votes away from well, like I said, I'm not. We're not worried yeah. about it, but he did have another monster. Another yeah, if anything, monster. I think it's good for us. I think it's good yeah. for us, if anything. I, I think Best versus right. When when Jokic got the 2,000, 1,500 points, rebounds, and assists thing, yeah. that's going, there are going to be, there are inevitably going to be voters who will latch on to that now and say, well, there, that's what I needed. They won't admit it out loud, right? But in their heads, that's what they will have needed. I I I think it's I completely agree. Yeah. I, I I think it's I think it's I think it's done. I hope it's done. I hope it's locked. We have no idea. And just, remember that Clippers just, game we were we talking about the other night? We're just, just saying we know. Yeah, we, we, we we're saying know. we know. Yeah. Forgot, forgot to bring this up yesterday. Did you see how that game finished? That Clippers Suns game that we almost like hammered the Clippers in that game because what do the Suns yeah. have to play for? And the Suns scored seventy-eight points in the second half, yeah. and they still lost, but the Clippers didn't cover. Mm-hmm. After being up by like the, yeah, twenty they were up, or something. Yeah, but they were up like thirty. Yeah. So ridiculous. Apparently, the uh, Mets and Nationals bench is cleared after Francisco Lindor took a pitch to the face tonight. We did not have that on. We missed that. That's who's, who's the number one guy in the majors that is just ready to fight out of the gates? Like, opening day, he's like, any moment. Got to get ready. Uh, I believe his little history there. Yeah. Like, statistical history? Like, you're looking it up? Uh, no. I think there, there might have been some bad blood between these two teams. Well, yeah. Oh, oh of what just happened. Yeah, well, it was also the second time that somebody like Pete Alonso got uh, got some high heat earlier, apparently as well in this game. Oh no, he got hit as well. 
So I don't know. Getting word from just, downstairs because Alonzo got hit yesterday, I guess, yeah. right in the face. Yeah. Baseball. You know, there's rules and there's unwritten rules, and then there's just rules, Kelly. <laughs> That's right. In that I Nets uh, Cavs game, Nets are going to win. Mobley, if you're a rookie of the year, Chase, he goes 17.7 rebounds, three assists, two steals, two blocks. So pretty good outing by him. Brooklyn gets the uh, the win that they needed. If the Heat beat the Hawks, then Cleveland's going to fall to the ninth seed. So this could be, instead of it being a really bad night for the Nets, it could be a really bad night for the Cavaliers if the Hawks can get by the Heat, but the Heat are up to 10.50 left, much basketball to be played down there in Miami. All right. I think we've covered it. Last word on the Masters. We playing Scotty Scheffler again at, at uh, Even Money. We all have pre-flop Scotty Scheffler bets anyway. I'm no, I'm standing pat. I'm gonna, I'm going to see what happens tomorrow, yeah. and then I might put in a little something on. If I, if I'm the least bit nervous, I might put in a little bit of something on someone else. But I'll I see think for me, out. it's it's nothing tonight. No bets for me tonight. Like Matt said, I want to see how it plays out tomorrow. Um, you know, if some guys close the distance, then yeah, it might be some some hedging or or you know some plays on some other guys. But no, I'm good for tonight, Gil. Larry Mize averaged 230 yards off the tee today. Shot better than Bryson DeChambeau, who's Oof. 310 off the tee. Let that be the final word. I think I'm adding more Scotty Scheffler. I think I am. Nightcap next. Sean King and of course Tim Murray. Enjoy from Circa from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Dot com slash compatibility.